Welcome, everybody. It's that special time of year. It's March Deadness. That's right, the competition where we wrangle up all of cinema's worst dads and make them compete in a battle of bad badness, I guess. I'm one of your top-tier dad analysts, Matt Beebe. I'm another one of your top-tier dad bracketologists, John George. And uh, we have a guest dad bracketologist with us too he he knows a thing or two about that bad dads i'll tell you what and that is a reference to his own dad my for sure. dad died which makes him bad to me like we were talking about um <laughs> i'm really excited yeah. to win i'm really excited to win this bracket this challenge this madness this dadness. are you also yourself a bad dad i will be i will be because what's gonna happen is <laughs> i'm gonna be a dad that didn't want to be a dad uh, and I'm going to take it out on the kid. And I think we're going to see oh, some of that in the next okay. hour or so. That's some real inside expertise. Just for posterity, <laughs> what would you say your name is for the record? Uh, oh, my name is Jeffrey James, and I will be the world's worst dad. Wow. And then oh, AJ man. will do like a bomb drop. Yeah, yeah, that's thing. what he'll, he'll definitely put that in, right, AJ? <laughs> AJ, please get the bombs ready. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is March Dadness, baby. This is an idea I had such a long time ago, but it wasn't anywhere close <laughs> to March. So we had to wait. Yeah. We had to wait until March thought, for it. I think it was like last May. Yeah, yeah basically like April 1st almost, like just the day after March <laughs> yeah. ended. I really struck gold, but we had to wait. <laughs> Um, yeah, the name it, was too good not to not to save till the right time of year. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're I'm taking the idea of March Madness. If you don't know what that is, it's a, the basketball tournament, the college basketball tournament. They actually just selected the freaking teams today, uh, like three hours ago. <laughs> and um, easy, <laughs> we're doing it with bad dads, which is something that BB pointed out is a common trope in movies. They just for character development, they just give someone a bad dad. That's that's something they have to overcome. Um, yeah, this this goes back to episode two of Big Boy Movies, where we were introduced to uh, Space Dad from Ad Astra, and oh, yeah. we sort of talked about sort of bad dads in that regard. So now we're finally about, getting to the bottom of this shit. Figuring out who the worst dad is. What about bad, das, bad, bad Dadstra? We went with Dad Astra. Dad Astra, Dad Astra. Yeah, that's what we called it. Um, I don't think Dad Astra really works. Dad, Dad Astra? <laughs> that's when you see Brad Pitt and you're like, damn, Dad, Dad Astra. Dad Astra. <laughs> yeah, why, did, why, did they sh why wasn't there like a full ass shot of Brad Pitt in that movie? Like, that's the only thing I'm complaining about over here, to be honest. Yeah. This is why you shouldn't work in development. <laughs> Because your notes are just going to be like, and are we going to get any full back? That's <laughs> my note for every movie with Brad Pitt, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brad Pitt is a daddy with a fatty. Thank you, Creamy Charles. <laughs> um, a bratty in a way, yeah. Uh, this won't exactly be like a straight tournament. I think that would take a very long time if we if we did uh, just a head-to-head head, head -head tournament. We've, we've split the dads up into eight groups. Eight categories based off of what kind of dad they are. Um, we're going to decide the worst dad uh, in each category, which will get us down to an elite eight of bad dads. And from there, we will do <laughs> normal tournament style head-to-head -head matchups to decide who the worst dad is. I guess I'll just run through the categories. Just give everyone an overview of all these eight categories, kind of Jeopardy style almost. 
Um, <laughs> space dads. Please do an Alex Trebek voice. <laughs> space dads. Real ass dads. And those dads are kind of just dads that are, you know, they're real. Um, racist yeah. dads. Obviously, we know what those are. Murder dads. Dads who kill people. Um, but I don't want to be a dad. Dads. Dads who just don't want to be a dad. Whoopsies, dads. Dads that made a little bit of a mistake. <laughs> um, strict dads. <laughs> and then daddy is always right, dads. So those are eight categories. They're they're looking nice. So, we'll, I mean, Jeff, just off the top of your head, I mean, obviously you have a list. Without looking at a list, who's the, the worst dad in film history to you? Just give me, give me, give me some feelers. Um, I might have to go with uh un- the guy from Uncut Gems. Ooh. Um, I'm forgetting his name. He might show up but, in this town. Uh, he might yeah. be here. He's, yeah. he's a pretty bad dad. I mean, we're yeah, we're getting some Kevin's dad from Home Alone. He might show up. I mean, let's. I mean, we've we've got tournament resumes, of course, everything to run down here. So let's just kick it off with Space Dads immediately. Yeah. Let's get right into it. We- We've got a Holy lot of shit. great young talent coming in this year. Um, uh, Space Dads <laughs> is a great place to start, I think. These guys are, yeah. are raring and ready. I'll, I'll bring in our, our Space Dads. We have Anakin Skywalker, also known as Darth Vader, very iconic for being a dad specifically. Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, dad famously mm. a planet, uh, which is not super common on the list. <laughs> We have Thanos, and I'm going to say this right now. Thanos might be my number one seed. This guy's tenacious. He's he's had multiple appearances. We know he's what purple. to expect from Thanos. And he's I, purple. He's purple. That's a big thing. Not a lot of purple dads. Um, we have Clifford H. McBride, which is the dad from Ad Astra, as we mentioned. He kicked it all off. And uh, Joe Cooper, who I believe is... Um, Interstellar. Interstellar. Matthew yes. McConaughey and Interstellar, of course. No one remembers his yeah. name because it is a... It's a Christopher Nolan movie. We don't care about his name. We just care about the space stuff. <laughs> and yeah, we've already got great dad, though. I mean, yeah, there's arguments here that some of these dads could be considered great dads, especially when their arc is becoming a good dad. But we're going to, you know, we're really going to bring the right. resumes out. We're going to show, we're going to try to show how bad of, of dads they are. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with Anakin Skywalker. Let's look at his resume here, guys. I mean, obviously, Star Wars. He's been in he's been in so many movies. Mr. Darth Vader himself. Just looking at his resume we got here. He abandoned his pregnant wife. That's pretty big. That's not a dad thing to do, obviously. Uh-huh. He cut yeah. off his son's hand. I I don't know any dads personally that in have way, done that. Could, yeah. And his son, his son and daughter end up kissing as well, which, you know. It's not great parenting. <laughs> so yeah there's no I, unity in the family too like he's not fo- he didn't foster a safe home environment or a home environment at all that's true yeah that's i don't i didn't yeah. feel like they had him I, live with relatives his children didn't really have a home that's correct i feel like they they yeah. grew up homeless almost and it's not like he didn't have the space i mean he had a planet ship that could yeah. have been there was definitely room for a bunk bed in there <laughs> <laughs> in the death star yeah a race car bed for old luke i think yes. that's a must he dumps his he, and what's, what's fucked up i mean he didn't know he didn't have any say in this process but one of his kid gets dumped on like the the podunk desert planet the other one grows up royalty that that's just <laughs> such like a a harsh split like there's a class yeah, divide yeah. He in played his own favorites. children yeah 
someone did and i mean he played favorites too because he like goes to luke and he's like luke join me on the dark side but what about leia yeah he just doesn't consider her until the last yeah is he pretty sexist he doesn't even like consider leia a threat or anything he doesn't even want anything to do like i don't even remember them interacting obviously i'm not the biggest star wars fan did they ever interact did leia even care about this person i don't so to to get technical, he doesn't know Leia's his daughter ah. until the sixth movie where he reads Luke's mind and he's like, oh, you have a sister and you kissed. Maybe I'll turn her to the dark side. Okay, so, um, so obviously also so, to add to your resume, yeah. doesn't even know he's like a dad to more than one person, um, which he is. Yes. And yeah, people in the chat are even offering us more. Didn't pay a cent in child support, choked his wife, his pregnant wife, tried to kill her. Bad boss. Going off the sexist thing, I wonder how gender reveals work in the Star Wars extended universe. It's just like you get like a lightsaber and then like you turn it on, three, two, one, turn it on, and if it's pink or if it's blue, everybody celebrates. Yeah. Yeah. They have a great time. And then they use that lightsaber for the C section. Um, <laughs> or whole, the circumcision. It's a whole wow. ceremony. Yeah. Oh, yeah definitely yeah. the circumcision. I'm, I'm, sure we'll see, um, I'm sure we'll see this in the Ryan Johnson trilogy that comes out and people will be pissed about it for some reason. Yeah, for yeah, some I believe reason. In, in the original script, Luke's hand got cut off during the gender reveal. And then there was this whole debate on um, how, you know, ethical they are, whether or not yeah. it means anything, et cetera, et yeah. cetera. <laughs> but in the end, yeah, they had to stop George I mean, Lucas. in the end, Anakin Skywalker, he was kind of, you know, he was a nice guy. He did all those bad things, but, you know, he kind of redeemed himself at the end, I guess. That's the whole thing with the sixth movie. He He does a little redemption thing right guys yeah <laughs> it's it's better than a lot of these dads there's i, I want to start examining some of our other players here because obviously thanos we've said is huge i feel like a sleeper here might be joe cooper from interstellar just straight up leaves his kids on the planet kind of knows he's never going to see him again doesn't call them for 30 years while he's splashing around on wave planet like oh. this dude's really like does not like does not take care of his kids and he missed his grandchild's birth. Like, come on. Not to mention, he just luckily stumbles on this fourth dimension shit, by the way. Like, that's the whole, his whole redemption is just, he just stumbles on this fourth dimension shit. It was shit an accident. <laughs> he falls into yeah, a freaking black hole. He throws himself hole. into a black hole. He goes into a black hole, and then he <laughs> happens to make his daughter feel better or some shit just by being in the fourth dimension and talking to her through a bookshelf. Or just, like, come on. This is a bad dad. Abandoning your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not uh, a strong. I agree, baby. Here. This is a low seed. This is a low seed, but this is like one of those twelve seeds in a twelve five matchup here. This is a upset potential here for Joe Cooper. He could definitely be moving on. Um, okay, people are in the chat doxing people. Wow. <laughs> that's yeah. No, that's my actual address. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's my parents house's address that sucks to read that people know it um <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna do it the service of saying it on the show but stop um <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else we got here we got ego which on his resume we just have comes on and comes on whole solar system which you know i feel like that's does. good i mean being open sexually with your kids, like it, it, not to a gross degree, but you know, you got to talk about it. You got to have the talk. And that's a way, that's a way, that's a funny way of opening it up. I almost think he's a good dad for that. Okay. So immediate, right. immediately we got some 
people here saying Ego doesn't deserve to be here, which I think is reasonable, to be honest. I, he, what is he going to do? He's a, he's a planet, right? Of course, he's, of course, he's, mm. we, we've never. He does turn into a big rock man and try to fight his son who becomes a big Pac-Man. So there is that, <laughs> like, I feel like most dads wouldn't do that. That's true. Um, but we're so used to, you know, our human minds can't comprehend like what planet mm. dads are supposed to be like. Maybe he's an exceptionally good yeah. planet dad. Um, maybe a planet dad would disregard their son usually. You know, where he, whereas he okay. he had sort of an open heart, open hand towards his son saying, I want you to be involved in my taking over the universe. Is that what he wants to do? I think uh, he wants to spread his seed. That's all I remember is he just <laughs> shoots goo all what, over what's everything. What's wrong with the dad that wants to spread his seed with the son, you know? Be more of a dad that way. <laughs> yeah, if anything, that's he wants to be a dad to all. And I think that that's admirable compared to yeah, some of these yeah. other guys. Christ, this conversation is bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it is. I, I'm i still like kind of rooting for Thanos. Do we think, I feel like between me, it's it's Thanos and Darth Vader here, but we have to consider that Thanos abuses his children, murders one of his daughters for a rock, um, gets his head chopped off, and then comes back and is still a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> True. Which I don't know if anyone else does here. Like, Darth Vader gets redeemed at the end. Thanos literally finds a way to be, like, Worse. back again after being decapitated, and he's still an asshole. Yeah, Thanos Thanos has got, he's got a really good resume. It's hard, it's going to be hard to beat Thanos in this tournament, not only in this. I think everyone in chat is probably expecting, hey, Thanos to go all the way. If, if, we, if we knocked him out here and now, <laughs> they'd be pissed. For sure. Thanos is a bad dad. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the only other person is H. Clifford McBride from Ad Astra, whose resume is um, won't turn off his machine that will kill everyone on Earth. And he loves that death machine more than his own son, who is Brad Pitt. Yeah. Which is, you know, tough. That's, you know, it sucks. Brad Pitt even like travels the entire solar system to come see him. Doesn't matter. But, you know, it, it's hard to beat Thanos here. Do we, should we just go Thanos? Anyone? For me, I agree with BB. I think it's between Thanos and Darth Vader for me. Yeah. I think, I think Thanos because Darth Vader gets redeemed in the end, like we said. Yeah. He uses his last moments to sort of be a good dad, which we can't say for Thanos. Okay. So Thanos, he's the first one heading to our Elite Eight. Congrats, Thanos. Congrats to Thanos. You know, you, you bring your, your Michael Jordan, your LeBron James into this tournament. Of course, they're going to the next round. It's, that's just how it is sometimes. It's got to be. <laughs> well, next up, we got a spicy group because we're, you know, the space dads, I think they're the most like, you know, not realistic dads. They're out there in space. We're, we're grounding ourselves here with some real ass dads, whether they're just realistic yeah. dads or actual real people in real life that had biopics made about them because they're such awful dads. Um, we got a nice little group of six here. First up is Mr. O'Brien. He is from the Tree of Life, and he is Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, once again, being introduced into this tournament. We've got not one, but many dads from Boyhood, all from the movie Boyhood. We got James Lort, who is based upon a real person. James Lort from Honey Boy is... 
uh, based off of Shia LaBeouf. Mr. LaBeouf. Yeah, Mr. LaBeouf himself. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf's dad. Yeah. Then we got Steve Jobs from the movie Steve Jobs. Uh, obviously a real person. He made the freaking iPod. I just want to say real quick, I feel weird about having Steve Jobs on here. That he, he's a real, like, deceased man. And it's weird to me that we're going to, like, trash on right. this man as a father. Yeah, probably a little weird. I would I would get mad at Aaron Sorkin for trashing him first, all right? After he after okay. he died as well. That's right. I haven't seen this one, so I was I can't about to say to that it. he's the front runner for this category for me. If you've seen because the movie, he's, he's real. Yeah, true. He's a he seemed like a prick. We got two more. One is a gr- another group of dads, the dads of The Breakfast Club, a movie that's all about bad parents. And then um, another mm. real person, Jordan Belfort uh, in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I guess I feel less bad about him. So I don't <laughs> yeah. know why Steve Jobs really got me. I guess because he's dead and Jordan Belfort isn't. Yeah. I've also seen Wolf of Wall Street, so I, I know what he did. Any names sticking out to you guys? Um so far what 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 do you guys want to talk about first here we got a, we got a list of six here that's impressive but i would argue mr o'brien is just a try-in i think he's doing his best it manifests in the wrong ways but he wants his children to be okay and that's why he's he is the way he is mm. and that and is that being a bad dad or is that just not being the right dad oh um, that's deep okay i i think Terrence Malick, I think that's his name, would love would love your take on that, Jeff, the director of this film. Let's, yeah, I'll get his reps on the horn. I think he needs to hear my take <laughs> on his film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let him know his dad has been absolved of wrongdoing. His, his made up dad. I will say, Mr. O'Brien, I mean, his parenting style, not great. He he did beat his children, but that was a I think this movie takes place in like the 40s or some sometime where yeah, more... yeah so not only was it culturally accepted it was good <laughs> exactly <Whoa. laughs> so he should be eliminated i have not seen this movie <laughs> for a long time okay. i have seen it but not for a long time okay yeah i saw this movie recently um which is why i put him on here but yeah i mean he was just clearly the cause of a lot of strife in this family from the tree of life the tree the tree of strife yes, is what the they would have called it yeah so i think he's yeah, he is a real I mean, and this is why these people, these dads on this list, they didn't do like as big of things as Thanos, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Cutting off his son's hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I want to like qu- quickly jump over to Breakfast Club dads. I literally just watched the Breakfast okay. Club, so I understand this now. There is the one dad who puts out cigars on his son's arm. That's almost mm. like cutting off Ew, his hand. Yeah. If almost he did it worse. enough times, his hand might fall off. Yeah. yeah. It uh, doesn't cauterize the wound <laughs> like a lightsaber would. Very true. Yeah. What other dads? Um, yeah. I just knew that, baby, you've seen him more recently. I saw him like middle school. I just yeah. knew like Every character in that movie had bad parents. Uh, Yeah, so not everyone has a bad dad specifically. The two worst dads that are pointed out are, of course, the the criminal's dad. He has his famous, no dad, what about you? Which really hit me. Um, Because what about him? Uh, He's he's abusive. He hits his son. He puts cigarettes out on him. Uh, and then there is the sports dad, who is kind of the sleeper bad dad of this movie. Yeah. Who's always pushing his son to win and to be a cool jock boy. 
Um, but sometimes he doesn't want to be a cool jock boy. Sometimes he just wants to be boy. Um, <laughs> sometimes he just wants jock to be dad is well, about that. him boy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, which and like, then high school the, musical. Uh, real copy. quick, the nerd's parents. Yeah, the nerd's parents just want him to get good grades, and that's stressful. So. Uh, there's your breakfast club dads. Yeah, I mean, you got a, you got a solid core of dads there. I see the jocks dad probably running point guard, probably like a court leader for them. But yeah, I I got to point out Steve Jobs, like Jeff mentioned, like he's a real person, obviously, but he, he was, a, if this movie is accurate, he's a pretty bad dad because I mean, first of all, refuses to acknowledge that Lisa is his daughter uh, whatsoever throughout this entire movie. Even though she is, she is his daughter. He's he would he's just in complete denial on that part, and it's because yeah. he doesn't want to have to take care of a kid. Let's be honest. And yeah. then at the end of the movie, his redemption is making the iPod for her because she likes music. And, <laughs> and I, I don't think that makes Thanks. up for everything. The Can I have good. one? No, you need to buy it. <laughs> it's four hundred dollars. <laughs> God, I'm nine. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't know that about that. But that is that is really wild that that's the redemption is like, hey, kid, I made a, a fun music rectangle for you. It's very expensive. <laughs> he wasn't like doing it. Um, I, He wasn't doing it to like redeem himself in the movie. Like, I think he legit got an idea. And like, you could see like the sparkle in his eye, like it was a selfish thing. He's just like. You got to stop carrying this freaking yeah. Walkman around. Like, this thing's stupid. And then he's just like, what if I just made something better? <laughs> yeah. He gives it to her first iPod to her. Uh, the only song on there is Redemption Song by Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is a metaphor, my child. <laughs> this will be great in the movie one day. Uh, who else we got on this list? Jordan Belfort, of course. Um strong yeah. contender uh i mean this dude was doing every drug under the sun as a father he like grabbed his little daughter like tried to drive away with her and crashed into the mailbox while he was like high on lewds yeah he was so horny for margot robbie all the time it like <laughs> i it's i could not imagine this man like the fact that he was able to have children is just terrifying to me i have on his resume he likes stocks which immediately a bad dad right there if you very bad, yeah. <laughs> Squizzy says, no, the drug use is cool and should be glorified. He's a bad dad because he didn't smile <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess somewhat true. Yeah. <laughs> but he did he did smile a lot in that movie, I feel like. He was he's a smiley guy. It wasn't enough though, John. I forget. What Margot Robbie was that the mother of his kids in that movie? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he's bad, but not horrible. Like he's, he, I mean, I, not that growing up in a nice area and house is like what makes a good dad, but like his main thing is what neglect and recklessness that they might witness. But like, I don't know. Yeah. I'd say reckless endangerment for the, the car thing, even though that didn't no, last very long. No, that's just teaching how to drive. Like, you gotta, like, oh, throw your okay. kids in the deep end, and I don't mean that metaphorically. The best way to teach yeah. is through example, baby, obviously, so. Yeah. When you teach a baby how to swim, you literally toss it in and then it has to, like, fix it himself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like a dog, yeah. you know? Uh, could you imagine <laughs> if you, just, like, one morning at, like, 3 a.m., your dad kicked in your door high on loose and was like, son, it's time to drive. You have to learn how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I puts you will. in the driver's seat. <laughs>
Uh, who else we got? We got Mr. LaBeouf, Shia's real life dad, aka James Lort, in this movie, played <laughs> by Shia. Um, and on his resume, number one, he did create Shia LaBeouf, which, you know, mm. that has been a bit, big detriment to society, Shia, at times. And then he, for, of course, he forces Shia to act to make him cash. I think he's like the, <laughs> he's like the one dad on here that's like the one that's, you know, for it's the child star dad, uh, which is an awful, yeah. an awful segment of parenting. It's the dance mom dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and Shy kills with the performance here, uh, too, as well. I want to just point that out. Here's my th- my thinking from what we've talked about so far. The bre- the dads of the Breakfast Club are bad, each in their own way. But it's so it's a, they're all such caricatures of themselves. Like I don't I mean I believe it for the story, but compared to fucking Shia's dad <laughs> and Steve Jobs that we both know are real, it kind of adds a new element to me. I'm going to have for me I'm ruling out Dads of the Breakfast Club. Ooh, that's what fair. about dads of dads from boyhood? We haven't gone over them yet. We have another coalition of dads. Yeah. I'm in on the the idea of like if the Breakfast Club dads aren't enough, then I don't know if these guys because like there's only three of them. One ends up yeah. being cool in the end. There's one that's a college professor who beats the mom, and then there's one who's just like a cop who doesn't like all that sissy shit the the boy <laughs> is doing. Well, you like, know that he's probably like pictures throwing people like brown and black people in jail it's just not shown in the movie oh absolutely he's bad but i don't know should we think about it from a point of trauma like we should rate this all on the trauma meter of (laughs) how much they traumatize their kids that's a good idea yeah pull up the trauma trauma meter for us (laughs) biggest biggest aspect of course of a bad dad uh if you have to like how many years of therapy you have to go to basically because of your dad Well, I'm going to say if that's our, our benchmark, then like, how do we not go Shia LaBeouf's yeah. dad? He wrote the yeah. script for that movie in a mental institution. And honestly, like his whole resume of created Shia LaBeouf, I think can go even further in like, he, yeah. like if, if he was a normal dad, we wouldn't be here saying created Shia LaBeouf's a bad thing. <laughs> um, the yeah. whole reason and we yeah. haven't heard much from steve jobs kids they seem to be fine yeah true yeah they, they would be they're still listening to that ipod <laughs> yeah the ipod fixed him clearly. Yeah. and he died young enough you know that the trauma kind of got capped uh <laughs> <laughs> you can plug up the trauma meter with money that's what we've learned, <laughs> learned. that's what bo- that's what Belfort the money pays too. for the therapy Shia had to earn his money himself. He was he was the breadwinner from early on. I I think James yeah. Lort. We can go James Lort here. I think that's a little. I, what's I, I didn't Lord. expect to put James Lort in the Elite Eight, but I think that's a little bit of an upset right here. Sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a seven seed. I'm gonna say let's go James Lort, uh, and we'll move on to racist Ooh. dads, a very eclectic <laughs> category. I'll I'll break them down. Uh, so we have Frank Fitz. Where is he from? He again, is from John? American Beauty. Yes. Okay. Then we have Dennis Vineyard. This wasn't a good one because I don't know this one either. <laughs> American History X. <laughs> two Americans. Okay. Two American dads. Uh, Lucius. That's Malfoy, such a funny fucking know. name too. <laughs> <laughs> he made that up on the spot. <laughs> My name's Dennis. Oh, what's Dennis your what? name? Vineyard. <laughs> uh, he looks to his left, sees a bottle of wine. Yeah. Vineyard. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we have Dean Armitage, who is the dad from Get Out, of course. Mm. And then we have Biff, who is a dad on a technicality. And Back to the Future 2, Biff is briefly Marty's dad. Um, Christ. Yeah, so he's sort of Trump Tower in his whole thing. So we had to put him on yeah. here. We assume yeah. he's racist. I don't know if it's actually displayed in the movie, but come like, on, come on. <laughs> this, is Trump. this is a character caricature of Trump. He's obviously racist here. Mm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, all racist. That means they're all pretty bad. We have to decide who's the most racist, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we, we could take a look at their children too, because all these people's children, I feel like we get to see, except Biff, obviously, his is Marty briefly, all had yeah. a different effect. And I think some of them like accepted the racism. Some of them didn't. Yeah. You know, some of them sort of wanted to be like their dad. Let's start with Frank Fitz, who his son did not want to be like his dad because his dad was an asshole to him and was just like a caricature of like someone who's like homophobic as fuck. But is it's like a funny like he's homophobic, but it's because he's insecure about being gay himself. Yeah. But he's like Classic. basically anything remotely gay that his son does. He gets called out on, uh, wants him to be a manly man, is a military man. It basically, you know, emotionally abuses his son that way and other people. Is a, just a very rude person in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hard-nosed, hard-nosed in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen American Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... I want to quick go just to talk about Dean Armitage and that, like, we know that he was kidnapping black people and putting white people's brains in their bodies. Um, and that's that's about as racist as you can get. Um, <laughs> but I want to say that, like, his kids really seem to like him. All his kids, like, enjoyed being part of that kind of scheme. So, like, arguably good dad in the sense that racists like him being their yeah, dad. Like. So that adds yeah. like a little wrinkle on the to this, I feel meter, like. they're very Yeah, he's low. a good dad, but a bad guy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. On the trauma meter, they're very low. They they don't want to go to therapy. They think what their dad's saying is correct. This is fine. And so and so far we've been judging off of their fatherhood skills, not their being a person skills. Cause you know, yeah. who Jordan Belfort didn't get picked and he's an awful guy, but he's I don't know, I think he's a worse person than a bad dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of just a bad person, and I think a pretty bad dad overall, Lucius Malfoy from Harry Potter. Yeah. Basically in the Nazis in the wizarding world. And I think pretty rude to his son. I mean, you know, he wants his son to be a part of this Nazi shit. Yeah. But I, I think he's not confident in his son's abilities ever. Well, Draco, yeah. doesn't Draco come around and kind of like opposes the, uh, the, the, uh, oh God, what's their league called? The dark, the dark. Oh wizards. fuck! No, I know this. Something eaters. Death something eaters. eaters. Uh, Death, Death eaters. eaters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah Draco kind of helps Harry in the final movie, right? The final book. I, don't I can't remember. remember. At all. I don't. It remember seems like he might have had that. a turn, but I don't think he did. Maybe, maybe someone in chat can remember. I, Malfoy also had slaves. That's true. He owned Dobby. That's true. And yeah, he's and also on his resume is he was created by J.K. Rowling, which. She she isn't a great yeah person herself. So uh, yeah. elves like being slaves. <laughs> Christ, yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh no, oh no. Um, I'm honestly gonna say that like Lucius Malfoy might be up there for me because he didn't like his son. He like smacked his son with his cane. Yeah, he is literally in the wizard clan. 
like straight wizard Nazi and he doesn't come around. I think he like goes to wizard jail in the end yeah. or something. Yeah. So it's not like there's any redemption for this terrible man. Yeah, I don't know. His relationship with his son is he, I feel like he doesn't even like his son. So it feels like he's more focused yeah. on this Voldemort shit. That's all he really yeah, cares about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's self-serving. He like he's he's career oriented. He's a workaholic. Tries to bring his son in, and his son doesn't even isn't even sure he wants to be. Exactly. Yeah. So he, I think he's controlling in a way. So I think yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, Biff. Yeah, we missed this. We missed the scene where where uh, Draco was like, "I don't want to be a a wizard Nazi," and he's like, "Son." Being a wizard Nazi is what puts food on your plate. And like, oh, yeah. God, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I remember that whole thing now. Um, Biff from Back to the Future 2. I mean, he is Donald Trump. Do we need to say more? Like, yeah. this is just... He, he was supposed to represent Mr. Donald Trump himself. We should mention very quick that he does make Marty's mom... Uh, get breast implants to please him. Uh, that was something oh. I remember recently. <laughs> Damn. Good husband, though, then, right? <laughs> what were you gonna say, Jeff? Holy shit! Uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember a lot. I should rewatch Back to the Future, the whole trilogy. But what do you mean by he's supposed to be Donald Trump? He just is. He looks like him. He talks like him. He has a big tower with his name and his face on it. Um, uh, all the lavish furniture, and he's got like a hot tub in his house, and he's watching a Clint Eastwood movie in the hot tub. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, like he's just, it's clearly. What about Dennis Vineyard? Because Dennis Vineyard made Ed Norton become a white supremacist. That seems almost on par as Lucius Malfoy. That's, yeah, I'd say this is pretty similar to Lucius Malfoy, only that Dennis Vineyard's son, uh, Edward Norton, in the end, it does make the turn, unlike Draco, who's, who's too much of a coward to do so. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's what happened with Draco is that he wants to, but can't even bring himself to. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't end up doing anything. He just does nothing. Yes. But yeah, yeah it's basically like Dennis Vineyard. So I watch American History X right after I finished my rewatch of Boy Meets World. And Dennis Vineyard is played by the dad in Boy Meets World. And I'm just stunned <laughs> to hear this man saying the N-word in a movie, just openly saying the N-word like crazy. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm sad. He was my television dad. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's not my TV dad. I'm scared of him. <laughs> and on this one fateful night, I mean, he's like not even in the rest of the movie, basically. I don't know what happened to him. I can't remember. He's just in this one flashback yeah. scene where he like basically convinces Edward Norton to be a white supremacist. Yeah. Huh. So we're ruling out Dean Armitage. We're ruling out Frankie Fitz. Because he's just kind of a classic self-hating gay man. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say in the end, he's not the worst. Like, his son's not affected that badly because he just, like, knows his dad's bullshit. Like, his dad's just bullshit. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. It. it doesn't affect him as much on the trauma meter. Yeah. I I will say that Marty is hates Biff being his dad so much that he goes through a whole time travel adventure to undo it. <laughs> so no one else has done that. Yeah, for me, it's between it's between Biff yeah. and Lu Lucius Malfoy for me. Yeah. Anyone super passionate about one of the two want to like come up, step up for one of these two? Say they're say they're a worse dad. What's the chat saying? What's the? Yeah, true. We could get some chat answers here too. Try to get some. Uh, Lucius, we got a Lucius answer from Shanizzle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to say my vote's probably for Lucius, yeah. just because we have more of a record of him his and his misdeeds. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Lucius is good. 
But Lucius Malfoy moving He's also to the trying elite. to specifically start a race war versus Biff is just like privately yeah. bad. <laughs> true, true, true. It would be crazy if my dad was trying to start a race war. I would fuck my dad. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. On a, mug. a fucking mug. <laughs> I hate it when my dad starts a race war and it's like a sad picture of Draco. Um, okay, Lucius. All right. I, yeah, my vote's Lucius. Lucius. Yeah, let's lock, lock him in. in for the Elite Eight. He joins James, Lore, and Thanos, the first three to the Elite Eight here. Um, all right. Next up, we got murder dads. I mean, these dads are hard to beat. They straight up murder. Yeah. Mm, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, first, of course, we got Jack Torrance. He's from The Shining, of course. We got Frank Sheeran from uh, Marty Scorsese's favorite film, The Irishman. Set in Cleveland. We got him from Mother. <laughs> and then we have Denethor from Lord of the Rings. So we got, we got some, we have four, only four in this category. I think I had one, but took him out because he was just like so bad that I, and he was also a stepdad. So I took him out. It was the dad from Pan's <laughs> Labyrinth. Yeah. He got eliminated for being too bad of a dad. But I want to just immediately go to him from Mother. I know Mother is not a popular movie with people. Whether people who have seen it hate it. People, most people haven't seen it. But him. <laughs> most people haven't seen it. And those who have don't like it. <laughs> such a yeah. bad record. <laughs> but, but him here, we're essentially nominating God as, as a bad dad. Him is God. Yeah. Mm. Well, he did let his son die in a gruesome way, in a slow, painful way. Yes. Is that not? That's not in the movie. No, it's not in the movie. In the now now we're just being straight up (laughs) blasphemous. Now this is just the vibe. (laughs) That's what I was saying when we put this guy on this list. I was like, are we going to have to argue that God is the worst dad? (laughs) (laughs) In this movie, I, I think I think there's a good case being made in this movie that he is a bad dad whose wife in the movie is Mother Earth, of course. Um played by Jennifer Lawrence, J-Law herself. But yeah, I think the whole argument here is God, <laughs> God's children is everyone, right? Um, so te- technically, while you know this movie tries to argue, hey, um, this God guy is pretty mean to his wife, the Earth. I don't think his children hate him that much in the movie. Like he brings a bunch of people into this house and they're, they're all seem to be having a good time. They're enjoying themselves. It's only his wife that is suffering really. Yeah. Would you say that pa- passion of the Christ and passion of the Christ two are part of the extended mother cinematic universe? Yes. <laughs> There's a second passion of the Christ. What is he in doing? In the second one, the works. I do not know what it's about. Um, but <laughs> In Passion of the Christ, Jesus looks up to God, and this is in the Bible, I guess, where he's like, my my God, why have you forsaken me? That's, uh, <laughs> he's yeah. mad at his dad. That's some trauma. That's high on the trauma meter. It's true. Maybe he's one of these, like, sneaky bad dads. Like, he's the party dad that, like, the sons are like, yeah, you're so fun, dad. But then, like, they grow up and realize, yeah. oh, shit, my dad's been teaching me awful shit th- my whole life, and he's been an awful influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God is, like like a gaslighting dad. He's, God has been gaslighting all of us, including Jesus, for like thousands <laughs> of years. The gaslighter. Who else we got here? Frank Sheeran. Um, his main crime seems t- in this movie that Martin Scorsese wanted us to know is that he's in the mafia. So his daughter stares at him while he eats cereal. So, you know, 
it's it's not uh, he's not a good dad he can tell like he's like god this is so annoying i'm clearly a bad dad because he just wants to relax eat cereal and his daughter's just fucking staring him down <laughs> but also he murders people obviously for a living basically so you're implying that frank sheeran's only like desire in this movie was to eat like a nice <laughs> bowl of cereal <laughs> <laughs> it was it absolutely was who else we got in this category Jack Torrance. It's a small category. It's just those. Oh, oh, Denethor. Denethor and Jack Torrance. Yeah. Denethor sucks. He's sort of, but I would say he's a worse king than a dad. Yeah. Um, he also gets bonked by Gandalf and gets knocked out. I feel like if you bonked any of these other guys, they probably keep standing. And no disrespect to Denethor. He's a strong contender in this competition. We love to see him here, but I just don't know how he stacks <laughs> up against and some of these other guys. I think his biggest offense here is basically wanting his son to die. Like at this point, he's so he gets to a point where he just is. He, I don't think he directly wants to kill his son, but he's just like, I'm fine with you dying or I want you to kill yourself. Like, that's pretty fucked up at this point. That's almost worse. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. if my dad murdered me, that's something we share. <laughs> he, he's my murderer and I'm his prey. His, yeah, his prey. Versus, oh, I, you know, I hope you die from some other way or kill yourself is like, he's off to the side. There's no point of connection there. That's worse to me. That just bumped him up a couple. Yeah. Cheers, At least you yeah. felt something when he was murdering you, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And Denethor is like, I don't care. Who's this kid? Get out of here. I could take his life or leave it. Yeah. Okay. Last on this, last in this group of four here is Jack Torrance from The Shining. His first offense, I mean, is what kicks off the whole movie. He takes an awful job, awful choice in a job immediately. I mean, it's, I imagine his son just wants to spend the summer doing something fun. Come on, dad. I don't want to be locked up in this hotel. And then he kind of goes insane. Like, come on, keep your mental health in order. <laughs> and he's also yeah. a dull boy, clearly, um, which he repeatedly writes on a piece of paper. That uh, no work and or all no play and all work and whatever it made him a dull boy. All right, <laughs> yeah, the famous quote from The Shining: "No work and all work, but plus play." <laughs> it makes me a dull Jack. Makes me, me a boring boy. And you don't want a boring yeah. dad. You don't want a dull, dull old dad. An argument could be made that he's a bad dad because he thinks that he he's only has work and no play when he has kids <laughs> and could be playing with them. Yeah. Instead, he's yeah. trying to murder someone. The you know, I don't know. It's a bad. Yeah, hobby. it is. I, I can't remember what exactly he does at the end of this movie. Does he murder his son? His does his son live? I can't remember what happens. Yeah, because he's in the sequel. Yeah, he must have lived. I think Jack. Yeah. Does Jack kill anyone? All I know is Jack freezes to death at the end in the maze. That's one thing Star Wars and The Shining have in common. I wonder if. <laughs> The Shining is part of the Star Wars extended cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. That was Stanley Kubrick's final words. He, he admitted <laughs> that uh, The Shining was a part of Star Wars. <laughs> that would be the best final words he could have ever spoken. That would have fucked yeah. so many people up. He's on his deathbed and like his family's over him. And he just like waves for someone to come closer. And then he just whispers something in their ear. Like, what, what did he say? And he's like, I, I don't think you want to know. <laughs> that makes uh, it also part of the Sofia Coppola extended cinematic universe. <laughs> the whispering oh of something God. in the ear. True. 
It also makes a Citizen Kane Ooh. sequel. Weird Ooh, final shit. words. Shit, this is insane. Every movie is a squeakquel of Citizen Kane in some <laughs> at way. At the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, um, at the end of the day, Claire or otherwise. Good point by Brandon in the chat. Jack gave his kid enough trauma they had to make a new movie about it. They had to make a sequel. I mean, that's true right there. Yeah, I mean, he just put his child in a... Doesn't he, like, get psychic powers and stuff? Like, he just gave himself a bad... Also, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like um, the movie, the movie like M. Night Shyamalan, that trilogy, like feels kind of like The Shining to me now. Like, I'm kind of pissed at M. Night all of a sudden. Can we? I think M. Night's a bad dad. Can we move him on? What? <laughs> I'm actually kind of pissed at M. Night. <laughs> <laughs> So what? <laughs> so rich and successful, he does not care that you're disappointed right. in it. <laughs> sure. M. Night felt that. He was sitting in his mansion and he just felt like a sharp pain in his chest. Like, oh, oh my God. I feel like someone's upset at me. I think we can, I think I can personally rule out Frank Sheeran. He's one of those things where it just seems like a bad guy, not a bad okay. dad. I think that's fair. He's just mildly bad as a dad, I would say. Yeah, yeah absolutely fair. Um, Let's rule him out. I think Jack Torrance, you know, I think he just, it, it was the wrong place, wrong time for him. He couldn't help it. Yeah. Anyone would have been a bad dad in that situation. So I think we're between God himself and Denethor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chat's going hard for Denethor. They're big Denethor, uh, Denethor stands there. Wouldn't it there. be funnier if we had De God himself moving on in this bracket? Yeah, I like... I think you're the only one here who's seen Mother, so I think Jeff and I are just going off of like the actual Christian guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I guess I could go more to what he. Yeah, I'm, yeah. What specifically has in Mother happens in Mother? So what happens in Mother? I'll just go over the plot. It's basically the plot is like a metaphor for the entire world, like life up to this point. Basically, it starts off with Jennifer Lawrence's Mother Earth. She marries. I can't remember who plays him or God. She marries God. They have children together and basically it takes place in this house, which represents earth. And it's just like God bringing in all these like shitheads into the house. And like, it's just Jennifer Lawrence, like freaking the fuck out. Cause she's like, why are all these idiots in my house doing stupid shit? They end up like burning shit. They end up like sacrificing people in her house. And then like, it ends with the earth dying uh, because the humans are being such dumbasses. Sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. And God let them in. <laughs> Why do Mother Earth and God need to have children? That's what I'm saying. That decision is just bad in the first yeah. place. Uh, but it's mainly so he can make this bracket in the first place, actually. Uh, I'm down to go. De I'm down to go Denethor if you guys are here. I've come I around to Denethor. I can feel that. Since we're talking about specific movies and yeah, not just like God, <laughs> um, I'll go Denethor. Right, Denethor okay. moves on. I do think we should have included Passion of the Christ in Murder Dads. Though, yes. Because he kills his own son, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll get him for next time. <laughs> um, okay, next <laughs> next category is, but I don't want to be a dad. Dads. These are just dads that, you know, got into... Some of them got into a sticky situation where they, like, find out they have a child. Some of them just, like, are leaving their children. But first up, we got Alamine. He's from the movie Boy. We got Big Daddy from the movie Big Daddy. We have Lester Burnham, another American Beauty character. Uh, we got Ro Robert Dobeck from Step Brothers. 
uh, father to Will Ferrell in that movie. And then another father to Will Ferrell, Walter Hobbs from Elf. It seems like Will Ferrell movies really like to depend on this trope of of dads who don't want to be dads. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be real. Uh, I've seen two of these movies and I barely remember them at all. So I'm not going to be a lot of help in this one. I feel like, uh, first of all, I think that that trope shows up in comedies because it's just kind of funny. And also it's the easiest way to like, get, like you said, explain, just give an easy like backstory to explain why someone's weird. Walt, I, I, I almost feel like we have to rule out Walter Hobbs because he has such yeah. a turn and becomes a great dad. Uh, that he, f- I think he fully redeems himself at the end. Saves Christmas. Yeah, I mean, to 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 look at his resume for the bad things that he did, he w- he is on the naughty list, of course, which is the worst thing you could possibly be on. Yeah, yeah. you know, he does things like send his son to the mail room. He hates Christmas grams. I mean, he he's reluctant to to receive one at least. I don't know if he hates mm-hmm. them. Workaholic. He doesn't care about a blank page in the in the children's book. <laughs> Yeah, just kind of being a bad dad to all kids. He doesn't even Um, care. There's a blank page in a children's book. (laughs) He's a bad. He's he's bad at his job. That's awful. (laughs) (laughs) In a way, in a way, but he literally saves Christmas. So I feel like he starts really bad and ends really good. He he does also steal a book idea from Tyrion Lannister himself. That is a good point, B Rod. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, he yeah. do, he has some bad things on his resume, and he does redeem himself in the end by saving Christmas, which is a huge... It's not making the iPod or something like that. It's a big redemption there. Saving Christmas. Who else we got on this one? Big Daddy. Okay, Big Daddy I know is one BB hasn't seen. Have you seen Big Daddy, Jeff? I haven't seen Big Daddy, no. Okay, so I'll, I'll explain Big Daddy. Big Daddy, the premise of Big Daddy is it's, Adam, it's an Adam Sandler film with the Sprouse twins. Um, but the, of course, the Sprouse twins are playing oh, yeah. one, one singular person. They're not two people. They're just playing one person. Yeah, yeah. And basically, he just uses the Sprouse twins to pick up uh, this chick he's into. Uh, it's not his son. It's his friend's son. He's just using his son to like prove that he can be a responsible person, I guess, uh-huh. to this chick that, that he likes. And then he goes to court, and he, he claims... Uh, he fights hard to claim that that this is his son even though it isn't under oath (laughs) (laughs) this dad commits perjury (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um obviously it's a comedy uh it's a funny one i made this child yeah. that's what he went to court he's like this is my <laughs> child they like easily find they're like you could take a test we can find out this is not your blood relative yeah. right <laughs> yeah what else have you have you guys either of you guys seen boy okay no. boy time so boy this is the first uh, Ta- Ta- taika watiti this is one of the first taika watiti movies he plays al main He's a bad dad. His son tries to call him dad, and he tells his son to call him Shogun instead. (laughs) (laughs) He basically, this dad ran away when the child was young. The movie takes place when the dad is returning, and he's only returning to get drugs and money that he stole. And he um, kills a goat while he's drunk driving with his son in the passenger seat is another part of his resume oh my that's god that's pretty strong so far yeah i'm gonna say that like 
having him call his son call him Shogun is kind of amazing, <laughs> and I'm gonna say that makes him a better dad. That's kind of sick. Yes, the implication is he doesn't want to be called dad, but it is pretty. He made up for it pretty quickly by coming up with a better name than dad. <laughs> yeah. Um. How about Ro Robert Dobek, the other Will Ferrell one? Um, on his resume, I have, he was not supportive of the Boats and Hose music video, uh, which is a fantastic music video. <laughs> so it's just a small movie. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he allows and his honestly, children to honestly, that's good make... parenting. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, come on. And, uh, he allows his children to make a bunk bed with power tools. Come on. They were adults. I, I, I... That's also a good dad <laughs> yeah. thing. I don't know, man. I, I think he's a good dad, and he's trying to steer his adult man children right. Okay. Yeah, he um, he's he, he, really we should reverse this and have like a bad sons kind of tier <laughs> list, and then the the sons go there instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that could make sense. I could see that. I just really, you know, I thought I thought Robert Doback was being an ass. You know, like Will Ferrell and John Cena, Riley, <laughs> they just wanted I mean, to like hang out and have fun. And like live in yeah, his house. Yeah, that's because so. you made an insanely cancelable music video and your dad didn't let you release it. So this is just you identifying with the characters. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know you knew about this that. Is, so. We find out now that um, John showed big boy movies to his dad. And he's like, son, you have to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, you should show him, show him, show him yachts and whores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show that. Okay, plagiarism and more offensive. Birod makes a good point. He was a bad dad because his own dad wouldn't le let him be a dinosaur when he was young. Yeah, that was a classic. I, I remember that now. <laughs> Yachts and thoughts. Yachts and thoughts. That's really <laughs> That's good. So good. Damn it. Oh man. Holy shit. Okay, so uh, I'm clearly. Oh one. yeah, Lester Burnham's the last one. You know, I thought he was a bad dad. I think he's just more of a bad husband as well. But he constantly fantasizes and flirts with his daughter's friend. Um, I think that's the worst part of it. Like, he's just... That's pretty bad. It's a pretty bad dad thing. That's um, bad. He just wants his daughter to keep inviting this friend over because he wants to have sex with her. Um, and then he doesn't even end up having sex with her. And she's pretty hot, too. So it's pretty frustrating at that point in the movie, if you ask me. It's like, what the fuck? He just tortured me for hours about cheating your, on your wife, and then he doesn't even go through with it. What a ridiculous! How many times have you cheated on your girlfriend? Um, it's nearing a million, getting there. Wow, yeah. a million! And we're celebrating, baby, with Big Boy Movies next episode. <laughs> the millionth side piece episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> Relax, JG. At this point, I like to imagine myself as Jordan Belfort. You know, of this podcast, I've taken right. Some, that's what I'm worried yeah, about. Yeah, I've taken a lot. Of drugs. I was wondering why you you kept talking about stocks and, and yeah, lewds yeah, and I'm like high. I'm you're like, high. oh, where can I get lewds? And I'm like, they don't exist anymore. Stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds. I gotta have me my stocks and bonds. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Obviously, these five dads a little more on the. They're from comedies. Three of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they haven't done the worst things, but, I, you know, I think Big Daddy, out of all the comedies, I think he kind of did the low-key worst thing, kind of. <laughs> I think for me, it's between Alamine and Big Daddy and Lester Burnham. Okay. I'm f kind of leaning Alamine because of the goat, mostly. Okay. Um, That's... 
that's just no good. I mean, at least at least the goat stayed out of it for all these other dads. They didn't bring the goat into it. That's true. And I did forget to mention the goat um, actually is the his son's goat. It is his goat. Oh, his son damn. does like the goat a lot. He grew up with him. Yeah, I'm fine to go Alamine then. I'm, I'm I think trying to look at it. Yeah. I mean, majority rules, right? So, regards already out. I mean, if you if you have a good point right now, though, I might change my mind. If we're doing if we're going by trauma meter, I I really think it's between I think it's Lester Burnham for me. And I'm fine okay. to let my vote not be the deciding vote. I just think that if any if either of my parents tried to not only fuck one of my friends, but also cheat on my other parent and I knew about that. That's awful. That's an awful secret to sit on. And then an awkward That's awkwardness, true. awful awkwardness that I'd have to deal with at home and at school. That's, That's true. true. That's like a simmering kind yeah. of an underlying thing. I didn't think about it that like way. Like your parents, one of your parents cheats on the other one. You only have to deal with it at home. When you go to school, your hobbies or your extracurriculars, you get to escape him cheating on the wife or her mom with her friend she she can't escape that anywhere yeah and i will say but i don't to maybe spoil the movies without I, i'm not going to spoil the movies heavily but i will say the characters going forward i think in boy alamine kind of has a little bit of a redemption at the end so and lester burnham does not i will not specifically say why why but lester burnham cannot possibly have redemption so he's like her daughter, his daughter is going to be traumatized for sure. Okay. Well, yeah, that's kind of turned me around then. I feel like the trauma meter <laughs> has it on this one. Okay. Lester Burnham then. Congratulations. Um, and we've, we've got to mention in. he is, of course, played by Kevin Spacey. So, yeah. Even, Even more. Worse. Yeah. He, God, he really found his niche. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really nailed it in one there. Um, next, we got Whoopsies Dads. These ones are a little more comedic, too. I think. Um, <laughs> these ones just made some, you know, a little bit of whoopsies. Oops. Uh, <laughs> oops I'm, I made a big whoopsies. Um, the first one, Wayne Szyslanski from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, of course. That's a little, that's a that's pretty big whoopsie. <laughs> pretty bad. Pretty big one. <laughs> Uh, we got Peter McAllister <laughs> from Home Alone. We got also huge. Yes, yes, pretty. Huge. And it happened yeah. three times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we got Tomas from Force Majeure. That is a Swedish film. Uh, I could go more into him later. We got Goofy from a Goofy movie, an extremely Goofy movie. He's Goofy, you know. He is the Whoopsie Dad. Yeah. And then we got <laughs> Howie Ratner from uh, Uncut Gems. I don't, he made some whoopsies, but I think he's just more of a whoopsie guy himself. He just seems like a, a he is a kind he of is man. an oops. He's a whoopsie he's an person. Oops man. Yeah, yeah. He is a he is an oops man. We already got some Goofy as the goat. Of course, Goofy. You know, he's been in this tournament so much. He is the he's the favorite all the time. He is the Goofy whoopsie dad. Yeah. You know, we'll see if we'll see if we yeah. can get an upset here in this in this group this time around. Though, any any anyone looking good for an upset for you, baby? See anyone on here? Before we start, BB, can you can you just get a clean a wild line of you giving your best yeah hoo 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 hooey? What is when that? Goofy says, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's just, that one. He's like, but you have to like yeah, We'll get that clean. I, I don't oh, remember wow. that. All right. I would have to listen what? to it. JG, let's get the cleanest 
fully committed yahoo and then aj will kind of put that in other parts of the episode random at random from now okay on. jesus hold on uh how do i even google that no J- john Goofy. george you do it oh you want me to do it since you yeah. since you know it. <laughs> anywhere close i'm not sure <laughs> I, I didn't feel that at all it no. was it was a six out of ten for me thank you oh wow that's way okay. better i can <laughs> give a yuck yuck do you guys sure. want a yuck <clears throat> oh yeah, that's pretty good. That's AJ, pretty good yuck. AJ, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you fifty dollars if you put that in a future episode where it doesn't belong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, AJ just made bank. <laughs> yeah, gorsh, gorsh, gorsh. Uh, okay. <laughs> I want to real quick now that now that we've gotten our goofy sound bites. Um, he shrunk the kids. Can we do is that this man shrunk the kids? You and he admitted what? to it. It's the title of the movie. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't know any. I, it, no one else in cinema history has shrunk the kids, right? Yeah, it's Dude, so integral let's to not the movie. Forget. Let's not forget he also shrunk himself and then later I believe blew up the yes. baby. Mm. So these are three size-based infractions by this man. <laughs> okay, an adventure for the kids. Yeah, but like that's trauma. We we can't as humans like we can, we can't know what that trauma's like being tiny. <laughs> yeah. Like Also, you don't know what part yeah. stayed shrunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't go to a therapist like you go to a therapist and the, and you're like I got shrunk. Like how how the fuck's the therapist gonna help you? What are they gonna say? Look and be like, no, I'm the shrink, and that's a whole <laughs> oh, that's thing really that they good. Did. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: Goofy is somebody said it in the chat is a single dad doing his best, and yeah, he embarrasses Max, but honestly, Max is kind of a bitch in some of these movies. Like he's a great dad. Remember. There's a there's a short there's a fucking short in the, with Goofy and Max where Max brings back a, an SO a sig of from college, and uh and Goofy like go, really welcomes her with open arms and Max is just embarrassed that like Goofy pops popcorn and it fills the entire house, that's fun to have yeah like the it's and unique. she loves it and then Max is just being a downer. I think Max is a bad son and Goofy's a great dad. No way he makes it. All right. I like it. Okay. Yeah, we can knock out Goofy. Um, Peter McAllister, we should mention. The the fact that there are three Home Alone movies (laughs) kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, he does leave his son Home Alone, if you didn't know from the freaking title. Um, But I also (laughs) want to point out a specific thing that, you know, it kind of, it's the thing that, it's the first domino in the chain, you know? And it's in that first movie when he doesn't order enough cheese pizza. He just orders one. And, you know, at that point, that really pisses Kevin off. And that's the whole reason Kevin has to go sleep in the freaking attic. That's the whole reason they forget him. You just got to order two cheese pizzas next time. You always order two, especially when you have that many people, that many kids in your house. Come on. Yeah. Also, I think it's a I mean, I'll say it. I'll be on record saying this. I think it's a bad dad move to have that many kids if you can't keep track of them. I agree. He's got like five kids and then he's yeah. got his like freaking brothers have insane amount of kids and all this yeah. shit. Like, come on. Um, and 
Dude, if you can't afford the pizzas, don't have the kids. Yeah, that's the rule. Up. And Red Penguin makes a good point. I did notice that he flies all the adults in first class and makes the kids fly yeah. coach. Unbelievable. I, that's fuck that guy. Up. I mean, that was I guess important to the plot so that the parents couldn't find out that Kevin was missing. But yeah, I agree. Uh, it's just weird. Just a weird situation here. The dad. Yeah, Peter, Peter McAllister, you're not a good dad. I'm sorry. He's a lovable guy in the movie, and it, it feels like more, the mom is harder on him, on herself, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like those two, uh, Wayne Slazinski and, and Peter McAllister, the movie would not exist without their negligence. That's true. Or bad yeah. dad. I mean, their negligence is the title of the movie. Yeah. It's like the whole movie is named after their yeah, fuck I up. I mention Tomas yeah. to you guys here because it, his fuck up is the whole reason this movie exists as well. His is a more realistic, it's like a real ass dad type fuck up, basically. Um, <laughs> the whole thing, that, whole thing that centers around this movie is the event of an avalanche that happens on a ski trip with his family. And the whole thing that happens is instead of protecting his children and wife while the avalanche is coming... Um, and they're eating food at a restaurant. He just darts immediately, just runs. And then it's just an awkward moment because the avalanche ends up stopping short. And then he just awkwardly walks back. And his, his, <laughs> his wife is just like, what the fuck? He just like left <laughs> us to die. Uh, and then the whole movie just pursues, uh, basically is a whole commentary on how he's not a man and an awful dad. And everyone is mad at him. <laughs> Uh, which is, is a great comedy? movie. Uh, it's a comedy. It's like a dry comedy. There's a remake of it, American remake of it, with Will Ferrell and mm. Julia Louis-Dreyfus that just came out, basically. Um, Shit. But yeah. We, so we could also say Will Ferrell for Downhill, if people have seen Downhill. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, my vote is for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He shrunk the goddamn kids. He... He shrunk the kids. That's that's actually more than negligence. Home Alone, it's negligence because it's such a big sample size of people. Like, you can kind of give him a pass on that. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you... I don't even remember how it really went. He was, like, experimenting with weird science and then actively shrunk the kids instead of passively leaving Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, those kids, that adventure was, like, so traumatizing. They, like... (laughs) adopt an ant as like their they call it auntie right and they're like this is our friend ant and then auntie gets murdered by a giant scorpion and they all witness that mm, yeah that's um, trauma and then when you get bigger like that that doesn't leave you you you, you live the rest of your life like with that vision in your head and again more infractions he shrunk himself which is like how do you do that yeah and blew up the baby i haven't seen that one but i know he does, he does makes the baby really big um yeah this this man does not if you're a scientist you don't do science projects on your kids like come on yeah I, I, my votes my votes for wayne here agreed yeah all right let's let's we've, get we've him got in a here. six now if you if you just join live or anything like that we got Thanos, James Lort, Lucius Malfoy, Denethor, Lester Burnham, and now Wayne Szyslanski making it to the Elite Eight. We've got two more to make it here. And these last two are, uh, we're getting away a little bit from comedy. We're getting to some strict dads here next. Uh, first, we got Brian Mills from the Taken franchise of films. We got um, 
Bernard Berkman. He's from The Squid and the Whale. Frank Powell from Hot Rod. We got Ted Mitchum from Brigsby Bear. And we got Mr. Banks from Mary Poppins. Um, which was actually a late addition. I don't think me or BB have seen Mary Poppins, actually. But Charlie told us to add Mr. Banks. Not recently enough that I would know what Mr. Banks did. Yeah, I think he's just like a workaholic and then neglectful. Okay. Which I, at this point I think we've seen yeah. is like not enough. Because <laughs> some of these people have done awful <laughs> But the point, I mean, okay, yes. I, immediately I look at Ted Mitchum for Brixby Bear and I say he has done a lot worse. Unbel- yeah, <laughs> that's unbelievable. That's like some fucking Munchausen by proxy type stuff almost. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, you know, if you haven't seen Brixby Bear, basically Ted Mitchum, he kidnaps a baby, um, keeps him in a bunker his entire life only allow, allowing him to watch a shitty show called Brixby Bear. That he produced that and he made produced. himself uh, with his wife, of yeah. course. I think in the movie yeah. he, he uh-huh. gets caught and, like at the beginning, he gets caught and goes to jail, which he sh- deserves. Yeah. So. yeah. And it did set Kyle back years. Uh, I want to I wanna go out and just ask you a question, John George, real quick. How many Taken movies are there? <laughs> so many. Too many. There's... There's there's too many for for how many dads there are in, in the first one. Uh, Brian Mills keeps letting his his family get mm-hmm. taken. And that's a problem. After one taken is like, OK, after two takens, you're like, I don't know, three takens. Yeah. I just like it, it has mm-hmm. to be him, right? It can't be, it can't be some external point. But. He also got them back, <laughs> got them back each all three times, uh, which is a redemption in and of itself. Okay, I would argue. I, but, but I want to point out what Brandon's saying in the chat is that Taken's entire point is that his strictness is justified. I hate that he that that at the end he gets them back because every single time he's right. His whole his whole <laughs> soapbox argument in the first film is no, my mm. daughter can't go to Europe. My daughter can't travel the world or go on vacation or do anything because the world's dangerous. That is a bad dad, yeah. And then he's just justified in the end because he saves her (laughs) and then his daughter's like, you're right, dad, I won't go to Europe ever again. (laughs) This will happen every time. And he's right every time. It's just like, I mean, yeah, it's true he saves him every time, but at a certain point, like, when is he setting them up for failure? Like, I feel like there's got to be some problem here with this taken dad that people keep getting taken. You're saying the kids are getting taken because the dad was strict? I'm saying th- that there's something we don't see on the screen <laughs> that, like, the dad's fucking or up. Or maybe the dad's... <laughs> there's no maybe reason the dad's secretly setting this shit up. The dad's, like, calling, calling his contacts in Europe. He's saying, oh, my daughter's at this address. He's saying to teach her a lesson. It's a little bit of a lesson here. It's like the guy from uh, Arrested Development who like has the fake arm. And be like, that's why you never vacation (laughs) in Europe. Yes. And there is a very race. Yes. He does end up killing a lot of Middle Eastern people. Uh, Yeah. Um, Like there's a, there's a good amount of racism in these taken movies as well, but that's more of like the director and the writer that I have. That I think are bad, I guess, <laughs> the Brian Mills himself. We got Bernard Berkman, I guess, from 
uh, the squid and the whale. Have either of you guys seen this? This uh, is no. a Noah no, Baumbach. Noah Baumbach yeah. film. Um, and it's basically, yeah, he traumatized his freaking children, no doubt. Uh, basically, <laughs> him and his wife get divorced and it they're just like playing games with each other hardcore he cares more about making his ex-wife jealous than he cares about his own children his own two sons he's a teacher that you know he's sleeping with one of his students in front of his sons as well it's he's just a bad he's not a good dad <laughs> he doesn't it's really pretty bad yeah he just he's just yeah. pissed about this category is kind of stacked it's high stakes i agree yeah i agree a lot of strong contenders here. Frank Powell, Powell, whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, yes, he beats his son up, but it's like it, they're fair fights. <laughs> and also, like, Hot Rod seemed fine. Like, he seemed to really enjoy what he does. Even And then, like, he kind of yearns for his, his dad's <laughs> approval, but, like, doesn't end up needing it, right? Like, it's kind of fine. Yeah, I think this ends up being, like, because yeah. Frank Powell's also... I don't think his his exact dad. I think it's another separate dad. I think it's a Robert Robert Dobak yeah. situation again, where he's just trying to be like make sure his son does something good with his life besides doing the stuntman thing. Yeah. So he he's, he's like a normal person would do what he was doing in in his situation. <laughs> Beat the shit out of your son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I wouldn't even say beat the shit up. He's, he fights with his son. Yeah. And then his son is just so bad at fighting that he yeah. loses. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's a fact, like he wants to fight. His yeah. son wants to fight him and loses. Every yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm between Ted Mitchum and Brian Mills here. Same. Ted Mitchum's is just so uniquely fucked up, though. It's... Yeah. On the trauma meter, like, I, I guess you gotta think, because, like, the Taken kids had a normal childhood until they were taken. This, uh, uh, Kyle Mooney's character in Brigsby Bear had never had, from the jump, was being traumatized. Yeah, like, he, he goes to the regular yeah. world, and, you know, of course, like, people end up accepting it, but he's got a lot to, like, he think Brigsby Bear is just... He has to start over. Yeah, he, he thinks Brigsby Bear is, like, a common thing, like, it's the best thing in the world. He, he has to <laughs> deal with this shit. That no one else knows what brings yeah. me bear, what yeah. the fuck this is, and like that's his whole life. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good with Ted Mitchum. I yeah. think it's just he's that, a piece of shit. Actually, that when you asked me at the I'm beginning, down. who do you think is my front runner? I meant to say Ted Mitchum because months ago when you first sent this, I was like, uh, oh, Ted Mitchum's gonna, he's, he's my pick. He's gonna clean. He's gonna clean house. All right. Well, we got one more category before we get into our bracket. <laughs> it's the daddy is always right dads. And uh, uh, John, why don't you go through them, actually? <laughs> the first one's Harry Shepard from Big Fat Liar. Uh, we got Jack Bolton from High School Musical. And then these next two are actually pretty similar to me. Uh, we got Tron from Thelma. And we got, we got William from The Vavitch. <laughs> The, the top two are like from Disney Channel movies, legit. Um, I, I, is Big uh, Fat Liar a Disney yes. Channel movie, actually? Close enough. Um, it aired on Disney Channel, but it was just a universal kids movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, so, some people would question Harry Shepard, but like, Harry Shepard's the whole reason this movie even exists, because he just, he thinks his son is a big fat liar, you know? And then it ends up. Yeah, and he actually teaches his son a really important lesson. Like, he's right. His son is a liar. 
It's fair. Yeah. True. Yeah. I guess uh, Jack Bolton doesn't want his son to not play basketball. He's similar to a breakfast club dad yeah. where he's like, don't do musicals and all that, that ridiculousness. Like I want you to, to be a basket boy uh, and stop talking to this girl who likes singing and shit. So that's that's pretty bad. It's just I feel like Troy ends up okay in the end. Yeah, he gets to have true. it all. That's true. Despite his father's attempts to make it bad. He, yeah. He, he, his father is too weak to, to overpower his son. And Troy is just too talented, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way <laughs> Nothing he doesn't can stop yeah. well at both. <laughs> Nothing yeah, can stop yeah. this guy. It's freaking Zach Efron, my man. But yeah, these next two are pretty similar in that I think they both just don't understand girls. Like, they're just not good at being a dad <laughs> of a girl is their main thing. Um, Trond from Thelma. Thelma's like, I doubt anyone has seen this, but um, basically the, the movie, one of the opening scenes of the movie, which I'm sad of of spoiling because it is the opening scene but it's basically it starts off with him hunting with his daughter and the one of the best shots in the movie is instead of pointing the gun at an animal he's pointing the gun at his own daughter because he wants to kill her uh and then it cuts to black he doesn't end up killing well wow. but basically the whole movie is an allegory for like a woman growing up and like getting her period and all this stuff and he is very scared of all of it he doesn't she she gets superpowers and stuff like that, but um, it's just an allegory for him not understanding women womanhood basically. Um, and he wants okay. his daughter to die because it's pretty of it. bad. It's pretty bad. We should examine William, who uh, ripped his family out of England, and then also ripped his family out of the nice pilgrim village they lived in, and then was like, "My daughter's a fucking witch. I'm a getter." And uh, the whole family turns on the one daughter. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. I mean, he set his family up to fail, basically, in general. Uh. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know there was a witch in the woods, to be fair. But once there was, that's where he sort of didn't didn't really step up to the and plate as a dad. immediately accused he his was... daughter um, of being the witch. <laughs> yeah. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, takes them to this weird place, puts them in danger, blames the daughter. That's pretty bad. Um, and he loses a fight with a goat, which is like, come yeah. on, dude. At least, at least the guy from Boy won the fight with the goat, right? He killed the goat with his car. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you can call it, yeah. And this person loses the fight. He brought a yeah. Ford to a horn fight. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think William's, William's pretty goddamn bad. I think he can. I think he can make it to the Elite Eight here for sure. Yeah, I want to get to the bracket, so I kind of want to I want to call William. Yeah. I think he's a strong I, contender. I think William right. edges it out because it's multiple right. mistakes, and then he blames his own mistakes on his daughter, which is a, a, an act of cowardice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, we got our Elite Eight, boys. Yeah. We're here. It's bracket time. Here we are. To sort of catch everyone up, our Elite Eight is Thanos, James Lort, Lucius Malfoy, Denethor, Lester Burnham, Wayne Szyslanski, Ted Mitchum and William. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I think first up, this is a big matchup for me uh, right here. We'll go Thanos, James Lort from Honey Boy. 
Uh, Banos, I think from talking here, he's one of the big favorites here, obviously. But James Lord, he kind of snuck up on me in this real ass dads. I didn't know if I expected him to move on. But yeah, I got to admit, he's a, you know, these these uh, people making their kids be kid actors, these kid actor dads, they're pretty, they're pretty bad. And they're real. Yeah. And they're real. Yeah. I mean, Charlie's saying Thanos is a one seed and I don't think he's wrong. Um, Thanos's children turn out pretty okay, though. They they sort of join together in their combined hatred of him, which maybe that makes him a really terrible dad. We know Shia LaBeouf didn't turn out okay. Yeah. So we have proof. We literally have living proof. Shia did not turn out okay. It's it's so tough because obviously Thanos he did some pretty fucked up shit right but like is it fucked up shit in compared like if if he did it on earth yeah that's pretty bad but like BB's saying his daughters seem to not it they don't mind like they already live this life of like people getting murdered people all this shit happening that's crazy like it seems like that's just like a bl quick blip in the radar of their lives they don't really yeah. care as well much. He would make them fight each other yeah. in Mortal Kombat um, to see who is the stronger daughter. So that's that's a little bit of trauma, I'd say. There are multiple realities of Thanos doing bad shit. True. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He threw his daughter off a cliff. Yeah. Okay. It's hard not to pick Thanos. As much as I'm an upset Cinderella story boy, it's hard not to pick Thanos. Where, where are you at, Jeff? I haven't seen enough of Marvel movies to know even really what you're talking about with Thanos, but it sounds awful. I think, I don't know. They're so neck and neck. I, I'll cede my vote to you guys. You both have half of my vote. Oh shit. All right. I think I'm, I gotta go Thanos as much as I also love a come from behind here. Like, I don't know if, if Shia LaBeouf's dad edges out, like, you know, if Shia LaBeouf's dad, there was a scene in honey boy where he throws Shia LaBeouf off a cliff and then gets a nice rock after that. Like that's that then I would know for sure, but that's Thanos, you know? Yeah. Also, Shia did become famous and successful. He's a bad person, but like, I don't know. Like the Honey Boy is a good movie and it doesn't exist without the dad. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, I I'll give my vote to Thanos as well. In the end, I think Thanos wins this one. He All heads right. to the final four. All right. Uh, all right, let's let's hit our next elite eight matchup. Oh boy, these are two fantasy Lucius dads. Malfoy versus Denethor. Two fantasy dads here. Lucius yeah. Malfoy versus Denethor. Um, my God. Yeah. Oh boy. Hmm. This is actually a tough one, I think, because like, again, like Denethor ignores, like, doesn't care if his son lives or dies. I guess Lucius probably doesn't care if his son lives or dies either. Like. Lucius is so committed to just being like a Nazi clansman wizard man yeah. that like he's he's so like his son is so not his priority. I feel like Lucius probably forgets his son exists half the time. But Denethor, I feel like, is in a similar situation. Yeah, Denethor, like, I don't know. Denethor, I don't know before Lord of the Rings how good of a dad he was. It seems he seems like a kind of person that wouldn't be that great of a dad. But it seems like he just breaks down at one point almost to the point where <laughs> he just goes insane. Like, yeah, but it, for Lucius and for Draco specifically, it's been like a whole life of like setting Draco up to fail, basically, because he doesn't he doesn't care about Draco. It doesn't let him make his own decision. Yeah. At all. 
Oh, a lot of the chat. I, for likes... me, Lucius. I, it's Lucius for me, I think, because of what you just said. I think he has all the qualities yeah. of Denethor plus the longevity of it. Like yeah. from birth, Draco was a little prick. He shows up in the first fucking book and movie, like already acting like Lucius. And that's kind of setting up your son to fail if you make him a little, you know, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Lucius might just have to take it in this round. He's the superior fantasy yeah. bad dad in the situation. Lucius. The final four for Luc Lucius Malfoy. He'll he'll have a tough matchup against Thanos up next. But uh, before we get there, we have, we of course got um, Lester Burnham versus Wayne Slazinski here. Shrinking the kids versus um, flirting with your daughter's best friend. <laughs> Oh my god, this is I mean, such a matchup. Uh, really? You think there's competition here? I, well, I don't, because he shrunk the kids. Yeah, he shrunk the, the kids. I think, no, I think this is an easy, predictable win for Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, come on, man. Because Lester also didn't fuck the friend. Yeah. He, I think if he did, it's a little more even... You know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, if it ended up happening, I definitely agree there. Yeah, it probably would have been even, but he shrunk the goddamn kids. He's moving on to the final. He shrunk, four. The, he shrunk the fucking kids. Let's just let's get this over with. Let's take him final to the next round. <laughs> okay, last matchup of the elite eight here: Ted Mitchum from D Brixby oh. Bear versus William from the Vavich. Oh boy! So Ted, I mean Ted Mitchum. Can, we forgot to point out Ted Mitchum isn't his this person's actual father. I guess he kidnapped this yeah. baby. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, yeah. I don't know if that docs points at all. I mean, he clearly, I don't know what his sick, perverse mind why he wanted to do this. I guess he wanted to be a dad. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, William also, he's a bad dad too. I mean, he clearly just blames his daughter and i think it's mainly like i mentioned before because he just doesn't under understand what she's going through at all <laughs> or anything like that and yeah who he, he's he's very he's like selfish like veiled selfishness because he's so into christianity i want to say another thing about william is like you would think the daughter might not have joined the witch coven if he had not like constantly pushed her away the way he mm. did I can't speak as much to Ted Mitchum because I haven't seen this movie, but if he went to jail, then like maybe he got his William, I guess also got his, but it was at the hands of Satan. Uh, and then Satan got his daughter and she willingly went with him. Shanizel makes a good point that in the movie, Ted Mitchum, it does seem like he has some, some loving care for Kyle. Yeah. For the main character here in Brigsby bear. As much as he set him up to fail, he was, he in his mind, was trying to save him and you know he was trying to do the right thing william is actively <laughs> trying to like take blame off himself put it on his daughter and then either kill her i haven't seen it but from what you've said i think he would i think he i don't know if that if he ever tries to kill her specifically but i think he would be fine with her being he thinks he is legit she is a legit yeah. witch like yeah he thinks yeah, yeah. The the mother tries to kill the daughter and William like locks all the kids in the barn with Satan and then Satan gets him. So, yeah, you know, yeah, that'll happen. Oh, this is a tough one. Let's do one where we all just go around and vote this time, guys. How about that? Okay. Mix it up. 
Jeff, you, so you late in the game. William. Okay. I'm going to go with William. Baby? William, it's got to be. Okay, well, my vote doesn't matter. William moves on. I'll vote Ted, I'll, <laughs> That's I'll vote, fucking right, John. I'll vote Ted Mitchum. Know your place. Ted Mitchum, just to give him a vote. <laughs> All right, we got our final four, baby. Let's start off with Thanos, Lucius Malfoy. Oh, boy. Thanos, I, I think, is the chat's favorite, at least, to win this whole thing at this point. Absolutely, yeah. Fan favorite, that Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Fan favorite, that Thanos. Lucius Malfoy, though. You know, you can't deny what he... I, I don't think he's... You know, imagine if Lucius Malfoy was Voldemort. Would he be considered a, a Thanos all of a sudden? Would he be that high tier? Is that the only reason we're discounting Lucius, maybe? Lucius is a pawn. I think that's the thing. Is like Thanos is the fucking king. And, and Lucius is, you know, he's a, a Nazi ground troop. You know, if this was Thanos versus Hitler or Voldemort or whatever, I think it'd be a more even matchup. And I guess we're talking more about dad stuff specifically, but I'm, I think I'm still rocking Thanos on this one. Let's look at the trauma meter for a second. You guys said that Thanos' kids, and again, I have not seen a lot of Marvel movies. Who are his kids? Uh, Gamora and Nova. Or is that her name? Not Nova. And are they... Nebula? Nebula. How are... How did they turn out? Well, Gamora gets straight murdered, but then a version her of her from an alternate reality shows up and she just is kind of there for oh. a minute and then leaves. So we can't say for sure how well Gamora mm. is doing, but uh, Nebula is notoriously like very angry, has clear anger issues. And basically every time Nebula lost a fight with Gamora, Thanos would like remove a potty part and then replace it with a robot part to try and make her better. So she's carrying around Jesus. a lot of trauma with her Nebula for sure. Yeah. I feel like Draco is, you know, he, he's a coward, but he, he's gonna be fine. Like, he'll just get a weird mm. job at the Ministry of Magic and, you know, he'll have this weird history, but he'll be fine. And he ends up not hating Harry. Like, he realizes that it was all kind of a sham, right, at the end. He doesn't act on it, but he's like, he has a moment of redemption, which I mean, which I think means Lucius wasn't as bad as he could have been. Yeah. It's true. Um, Shanizzle does bring up an interesting point, though, in that Lucius Malfoy does everything out of hate, whereas Thanos does believe he's doing the right thing. But I would argue that doesn't make Thanos a better dad at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, his motivations are different. I don't know. I think it's hard to beat Thanos. I think the last matchup was a little bit harder for me um, between yeah. James Lord and Thanos, honestly. So I, my vote's for Thanos here against Lucius. Yeah, I'm going Thanos. All right, Thanos championship for him. Uh, the big, the big one seat of this tournament, and to the to the ship. Um, but will he face? Who will he face? Will he face the man who oh, shrunk his own this kids? One's tough. Or will he face <laughs> Mr. William from the Vavitch, uh, who accuses his own daughter of being a Vavitch? Yeah. Oh man, he shrunk the kids, guys. He shrunk right? the kids. He shrunk the kids, and they had to live with it. They had to live yeah. with that trauma. They were tiny. It's also yeah. like, let's th let's take these movies in context. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was in the what? Early 2000s, late 90s. Like the, the world they're living in is normal. And then they get shrunk and then get unshrunk and have to keep living their lives as someone who had that happen to them. During the time of the, the, the Vavitch, it's what? Like 
the 17th century yeah 1600s yeah people are all kind of crazy back then like in context it's not as far-fetched to say that a dad would accuse his daughter of being a witch in you know whatever colonial america than it is guy experiment let's say the experiment went went worse it could have gone worse than shrinking the kids that he was he the, the fact of the matter is he was doing experiments on his kids okay. uh, we have to really quickly saying we have a foul on the play apparently the shrinking was an accident um i would mm. say that the dad probably should have locked you know his his project up a little better so it wasn't easily accessible to his children yeah i i would mm. say not work or work in a lab not have this thing at home overall obviously Put the safety on Wayne he's an oopsies dad in the end he did make an oopsie it was an accident I never said he did this <laughs> on purpose I don't think he's purposely trying to shrink the kids here he made a big big mm. mistake that is going to traumatize his kids for a long time I'll tell you what yeah. it's not good I want I want to mention real quick that William despite his sort of torturousness of his daughter Thomason was her name uh she goes to that witch coven and she immediately is having a good time i agree like this seems like a good thing for her i agree Um, she'll carry that trauma but now she's got a group of supportive women around her yeah it's true i think she yeah it's like when she's more traumatized just living with the dad yeah yeah, Squizzy says he, he Wayne mutilated his children, Lovecraftian body <laughs> horror torture on his own spot. <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. Um, and he also said, if I accidentally killed my wife, she's still dead. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very true. Uh, accidents don't matter. If you make an accident, it's still a big mistake, you know? Yeah. This late in the game, I think motivation doesn't matter it's what happened yeah. and what is that yeah make it on the trauma meter i think being shrunk is worse wayne i'm bone wayne gotta vote wayne wayne holy cow holy shit this could be the biggest i am oh this is why i want to march down to snap in the first place we are matching up the two worst dads in movie history <laughs> dude we have found like the peak we have this yeah. is why we had to do this like who would have thought that we got Thanos versus the dry guy that shrunk the kids, and it's a dead heat. Oh my god! <laughs> this is just oh my god! These two, these two—they're just so bad at being dads. Huh? These two could not be more opposite physical specimens. I agree. They're the complete. <laughs> Wayne Slazinski. We sh- we should almost give it a handicap here because we see Nebula and Gamora in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we see their trauma so we can answer that question. With mm-hmm. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Extended Cinematic Universe, we have to project what we think those kids' traumas are. And I have to say, I think it's it's got to be unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, you think about Thanos' children. They're in Space World. They, they know fucked up shit is going on. They've seen the cosmos. Uh, they were... Uh, abducted by Thanos essentially during uh, w- conquests of war. Uh, so they, they've been around the block. These kids live in the real ass world. If I met a guy at work <laughs> or something and he was like, Hey, so yeah, my dad shrunk me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to look him in the eye because I wouldn't be able to withstand the pain that I would see in there. 
imagine yeah i i can imagine like no one no one can know what it's like to be so small that a giant ant <laughs> imagine a giant ant, like you are traumatized by the sound of any loud noises now it's like you've been to war almost you, you yeah. hear a giant yeah. ant coming down the street <laughs> you're you're scared for your life you're gonna die to this giant ant who they do end up taking in or something brendan razone says hot take Thanos, fucked as he is, wanted to raise his kids as warrior leaders, part and parcel of their world. Yeah. It's true. He's just being a tough, tough dad, kind of. And maybe, maybe, maybe we're right here. Maybe that he's just sort of adapting them to what goes on. That, that doesn't take place in our world either. We can't know what their upbringing is like. That takes place some, yeah. in some other planet, some other world that has a different, a different culture than us. And look at it this way, like the, the daughters ended up being incredible warriors. They're both superheroes, members of the Avengers. These kids who got shrunk and then, you know, brought back. I don't think they're going to be doing much with the, like one of them is going to be like sitting at an accountant, his accountant job in the future. And he's going to see an ant crawling across his desk and he's just going to have fucking war flashbacks. There's yeah. nothing he can do. Yeah, and I, I like to imagine like them going back to school. They're getting picked on like crazy at this point. Like some kids, like oh look at look, look at old tiny Tommy. Ooh, you got shrunk by your dad, huh? Yeah, like no one's gonna be friends. Exactly. With big guys. again. <laughs> I got big again. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, I saw earlier in the chat. It is a good point. Uh, Squizzy says Wayne later blew up the kids as well as shrunk himself. So that's just like yeah. he shrunk himself. <laughs> like, come the fuck on, dude! Just throw the machine out after the first one. Don't keep yeah. fucking. Like, with if that. you think about, if you think about dads not only as like traumatizing their kids but traumatizing their family unit. Red Penguin yeah. twenty nine says he also traumatized his wife when he shrunk them. That's devastating to the entire family unit. Yeah. And making your own baby big as well in the end. You've, you've just traumatized the other kids because their little brother is fucking the size of the house. You're, you're scared to death. I mean, come on. This is insane. And he's fucking the sides of the house. He's <laughs> in the chimney. Say... He's getting his rocks off. Now, now that we've like, now that we've really broken it down, this guy's a fucking monster. <laughs> this man has a shrink ray <laughs> and a grow ray, I guess. Like, just like the negligence to have three of these fucking things. At least they got rid of Thanos at the end. Like, as far as we know, after the third one, he's still fucking out there. Yeah, he's still shrinking people. He's still doing all this insane shit. Apparently, Charlie's saying he almost accidentally ate a kid, maybe. Yeah, he almost yeah, ate they his were in kids. the cereal. A cannibal? Jesus. Yeah, he seems like mad scientist vibes almost, just with a better smile. Yeah. I think I'm ready to call it, guys. I don't know about you, but... I think we have a champion here, guys. I think it's clear to us tonight who came out on top. It's in his movie title. No fucking way. It's in his movie title, baby. He shrunk the kids. He shrunk he the shrunk kids. No good motives. What motive could he possibly have for wanting to shrink anything or anyone? Yeah, what, what is this for? Shrink people to cure cancer or something? What could it do? Shrink cancer, Listen, I guess? Yeah. Folks, this is why we have March Dadness. These are the storylines <laughs> that we all follow and are inspired by. Sometimes the little guy, literally the little guy, <laughs> 
comes up and beats <laughs> Thanos. And and that's why Wayne Sislinski has to be the worst yeah, yeah. dad in all of cinema. I mean, this is just like when Ant-Man beat Wayne Thanos, Slizinski. baby. I'm going Wayne. You know, Wayne probably it's, would it's shrink It's David himself. and Goliath story. Wayne yeah. Slizinski versus Thanos. This is almost a 16th seed winning this thing, if you ask me. It's pro he's probably like a eight or nine seed, if you ask me, Wayne, Mr. Wayne here. He, he came out big yeah. here. He upset the big favorite. It's Wayne. It's Wayne, everyone. It's Yahoy! That's the excitement yeah, of March Dad. You never know. It was, it was a hard-fought battle. Thanos should be proud that he made it all the way to the championships. I'm sure in the locker room, you know, he's, he's going to get a nice pep talk. Uh, but Wayne was just, he shrunk the kids and we can never forgive him for that. Yeah. <laughs> Shanizzle says, what an unbelievable tourney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this might have been the best March Madness in history, guys, right? Like, this was amazing. Uh, this went upsets. better than I could have fucking hoped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, now that we've finally completed March Dadness, I do want to bring up, I believe it is next week, we have our Snyder Cut episode, oh, yeah. um, which is huge. We're, we're finally going to see what our, which predictions we had were, uh, were right. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to mention that before we signed off. <laughs> oh, the sh Shanizzle also says... Uh, mom madness when i wonder if you guys do an episode where it's a bracket tourney but instead of like who's finding out the worst mom it's it's the angriest mom angriest i like this we could do it all yeah so it's mom madness may mom yeah. okay well my my personal plan for this is i do want this to be a yearly thing and i would love it if jeff could come back yeah. next year again honestly you were great uh, jeff i think if you'll have yeah. me, i'd love to yeah um yes. and it, we can i i want to figure out what the, the theme is it's obviously not going to be the worst dad again next year we already did that but uh I, definitely <laughs> some sort of theme parents in movies type thing again next year and i'm excited it was fun yeah. thanks yeah. for being on jeff if you want to plug, yeah, thank if you, you want so to plug much. anything, go ahead. Yeah, thanks for having me. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Boyardi. Follow me on Instagram at Jeffrey James. And I have two podcasts, Review Review. We do improv based off Yelp reviews and the HeadGum podcast, which is, um, well, just listen to it. John George is on an episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to know about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so until next time, stay bad, you beautiful dads.